0: Hello, and welcome back to the Fantasy Playmakers. What's up, guys? For today's video, I'm gonna be doing another mock draft. And for this mock, it's gonna be a 12-team league. It's gonna be half-point PPR scoring. And we're gonna be drafting from the third pick. It's gonna be one quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, one tight end, and then one flex. So pretty standard roster lineup. And then no defense and kicker, because there's no point in doing that this early in the off-season. So we saw christian mccaffrey go off the board at the 101 followed by delvin cook at the 102 and i completely agree with those two picks those are my top two running backs and so i would have done the exact same thing in their position so let's take a look at who we're going to be drafting at this pick i'm definitely not going to be looking at any position besides running back i don't want wide receivers this early quarterbacks definitely not and tight ends also definitely not So we're definitely looking at running back. And I think really the guys I'd be choosing between would be Derrick Henry and Alvin Kamara. And I pretty clearly have Derrick Henry ranked above of Kamara. I do think Kamara has a higher ceiling overall because he does have that upside in the receiving game. But I just think Derrick Henry is very safe. You know he's gonna get 250 plus carries. He's gonna have a ton of touchdown upside. And they really do run that offense through him. So Derrick Henry is gonna be the pick here. And with Julio Jones coming in, I don't really think that hurts his stock at all. He's just going to get more efficient touches, which I think is better for him this year and in the long term. You know, I think you'd rather have a guy have less touches, but you know, they're more effective touches than a guy who's going to get a ton of work and not get a ton of yards. And it's going to kind of break his body down. So I don't really have a ton of concerns with Derrick Henry. He's one of the healthiest players basically we've ever seen with how many touches he gets compared to his lack of injuries. So these were all the picks after we drafted. So pretty typical, you saw a run of running backs to start off the draft. We saw Travis Kelsey go in the first round along with three other wide receivers. I think this is pretty typical. You're gonna see a lot of running backs go in the first round. And then second round, you may see some more wide receivers. So we've already had three wide receivers picked in the second. I think you actually may see some more in normal drafts. Let's just take a look at who is on the board for us here we could really go in a variety of different directions with this pick but i do think i like to go running back running back in the first two rounds unless there's some serious value at wide receiver and there are some nice guys still on the board here dk metcalf and justin jefferson are still here but at the running back position i do like antonio gibson here so it's probably between Antonio Gibson and Justin Jefferson. I do just think I'm gonna lean a little bit closer to the running back side because running back depth falls off really fast. You need to get your workhorses early or it's gonna to be tough you know, to patch together a solid RB core. You can always find receivers in the late round you know, who have wide receiver two upside. I don't think you can say the same thing about the running back position. And so I'm gonna go with Antonio Gibson here If Antonio Gibson wasn't on the board, I would definitely be going with Justin Jefferson, but Gibson has gotta be the pick here. Start off this team with two solid workhorse running backs. I feel like that's gotta be the way you do it. So let's take a look at who was picked after us. All right, so this is interesting. We saw DK Metcalf go right after us, followed by Najee and Kittle, and then we saw Patrick Mahomes. So our second tight end and first quarterback are off the board. And so actually we have some interesting options here. I really like two players that are still up here. We've got Justin Jefferson at wide receiver, who I think is a great value at this pick. And then we also have Darren Waller at tight end. And I would honestly feel comfortable picking either one of these guys at this slot, but I do think I'm gonna be leaning towards Justin Jefferson. I actually have him as a second round value. So to be able to get him in the early third is something I'm gonna be really into. I think he's a super solid wide receiver one to have, especially if you're getting him in the third round, one of the best rookie wide receiver seasons of all time. And I just expect him to continue improving. He's gonna be the number one receiver on that team and he's just gonna get a ton of work. So I am just gonna lean on Justin Jefferson here. So in the rest of the third round and then the start of the fourth, we saw a variety of positions go off the board. A lot of wide receivers, about five running backs. And we also saw another tight end and quarterback. I really think getting Darren Waller at the 307 is really great value for him. And then we did see Josh Allen go at the end of the third. Honestly, just too early for me. I'm not gonna be picking any quarterbacks in the third round. I just think the position is so deep this year that you don't need to reach for guys like Josh Allen this early. And I just think overall, it kind of sets your team back. So let's look at who is on the board for us we could really go in a couple different spots. We could go quarterback, running back, wide receiver, or tight end. It's really all available for us. So let's take a look at the running backs and wide receivers first, because I don't really wanna be going quarterback or tight end here. I think it's too early for any of these guys. At the running back position, I really like Chris Carson at this ADP. I mean, being able to draft him as a late fourth round running back is something that I'm definitely into. If we're looking at wide receiver, we've got Chris Godwin, Robert Woods, Adam Thielen. So I do like some of those guys, especially Robert Woods and Godwin out of those wide receivers. But I think Chris Carson is too good of a value here. He's a guy that I would be comfortable picking at the end of the third round for sure. So to be able to get him towards the end of the fourth, I think is just too good of value to pass up. So he's gonna be the pick here. And we also just start off our draft with two solid running backs, a top tier wide receiver, and then fill up that flex spot with another RB. So right now I have Derrick Henry, Antonio Gibson, and Chris Carson at running back. And I just think that is a stacked running back core to have, and so I'm really liking how this is turning out so far. After we picked, we saw some receivers and then a quarterback go off the board. So Godwin, Woods, Kyler Murray, and Adam Thielen. Can't really argue with any of those picks to be honest but that means we're up again. It's a little bit disappointing that those wide receivers came off the board because I do have three running backs already and only one wide receiver. I don't really wanna be going Hawkinson, Andrews, or Pitts the beginning of the fifth round. And honestly, I could take Lamar or Prescott here, but I think I'm gonna wait on quarterback. I've had a lot of success waiting towards the end of the rounds and getting guys like Brady, Tannehill, or Stafford, who I like all of them this year. So at running back i actually do like mike davis i don't know if i like him as an early fifth round pick and i'm not going to be looking at running back here because i do have henry gibson and carson so really i'm going to be focusing on the wide receiver position and the top guys we have here are cooper cup kenny galladay tyler lockett and brandon Ayuk. some really interesting options and a lot of guys who have very different play styles i do like cooper cup this year with matthew stafford coming in I think there's a good chance that they really click and kenny galladay is kind of up in the air for me as a talent i think he's probably a top 15 wide receiver easily but i just don't know how well he's going to blend into this giants offense i don't have a ton of faith in daniel jones i know we saw last year stefan diggs went to the bills and you know it really elevated josh allen's play and i don't think it's going to be you know an effect that's that huge you know i don't think daniel jones is going to be putting up mvp caliber numbers but if he just gets a little boost from Galladay, then I think, you know, this offense overall wouldn't be the worst. Tyler Lockett, honestly, isn't a bad pick here either. For a guy that finished as a wide receiver one last year, it's rare you would see them going this far down in drafts, but he definitely struggled with some inconsistency, which is why, you know, he's going this low. So I really think it's between Cup, Galladay and Lockett. And I think I'm going to go with Kenny Galladay here. I'm going to bet on Kenny Galladay's talent as a player, you know, and kind of hope he can find a nice role in that offense. And I think later on in the draft, I'm going to be needing to take some more safe wide receivers just because we really don't know what we're going to be getting out of Kenny Galladay this year. After we picked, we saw a variety of positions come off the board, a bunch of wide receivers, Three running backs that we also saw the second tier tight ends come off the board. So Hawkinson, Andrews, and Pitts. You know, unfortunately, we weren't able to grab one of those guys, but if we're lined up here, at an early fifth round pick, and then a late sixth round pick. If they fell you know, to the late sixth, I'd be confident taking them, but I just don't want them as an early fifth round pick. So we missed out on those guys. We also saw a little bit of a run at quarterback, Prescott, Jackson, Wilson, and Brady all off the board. This is honestly the earliest I've seen Tom Brady picked in any mocks. So that's a little bit unfortunate because I do like him as one of those late round guys, but it's all good. We are gonna be up again. And so far we have three running backs and two wide receivers. So we don't have anyone at quarterback or tight end. But looking at this tight end group, I don't really think any of these guys are worth it here in the sixth round. I do like Dallas Goddard this year, but not this early in the draft. Noah Fant, not a huge fan of. I do like Logan Thomas, just not this early. So I think we're definitely gonna boot that position, maybe go after a guy late in the draft. Then at quarterback, we've got Aaron Rodgers, Justin Herbert, definitely not picking Rodgers here since we don't really know what's going on with him. I do like Herbert, but I'm still not gonna pick a quarterback here. I just don't think the value is there when you can get a Tannehill or a Stafford super late in the draft. Running back, we've got Chase Edmonds, Melvin Gordon, Raheem Mostert. Out of those guys i really do like raheem mostert just because i think he has an inside shot at being the number one running back on that offense and you know if he can break out as a workhorse he has a ton of value you know going as a late 20s running back and then at wide receiver we've got Cortland sutton dj chark chase claypool juju will fuller we're kind of in that mix and if i'm being honest i don't really feel super confident in any of those guys you know they could obviously put up solid seasons but you know none of them are really standing out to me as guys I must draft at their ADP so I might actually look here at Raheem Mostert and get my fourth running back if I can start off the draft with four running backs that I feel confident in you know three that I think are guaranteed RB2s then that really opens up the rest of my draft and allows me to take some swings at the wide receiver position because you're definitely more likely to draft late round wide receivers that you know turn into playable wide receiver 3 or 2s than you are to draft a late round running back and you know have them crack into your lineup so i think it's going to be raheem Mostert here hopefully he's able to break out as the number one and really take over that backfield but even if he doesn't you know he's still going to be a decent boomer bust player for you and i'm confident having him as my running back four after our pick it was melvin gordon chase edmonds Cortland sutton and chase claypool that came off the board so we're here at the 703 got four running backs two wide receivers still very open you know we probably don't need another running back but we can basically go at any other position I still don't really think the value of this pick adds up to anyone at quarterback or tight end I think the best option would be Justin Herbert but like I've mentioned a couple times in this video I think I would rather just kind of boot that quarterback position until later and draft one of these guys who are at a value and then running back I said we don't really need it so wide receiver here it is a little bit of a wasteland. This is kind of the slot in the wide receiver position that I'm not really a fan of. It's like in between those guys that you feel confident in as your wide receiver ones and twos, but then, you know, in an intermediate level where it's not like those guys that you feel confident, you know, taking a late round flyer on and you don't really care if they hit or miss. These are guys that kind of do have to hit for you, which is a little bit scary because I don't know if any of them are total locks. So right here we have DJ Chark, Juju Smith-Schuster, Will Fuller, Tyler Boyd, Brandon Cooks, Curtis Samuel. Looking at those guys, just to break each of them down, DJ Chark, not a huge fan. He could be the wide receiver one, but we've also heard Urban Meyer honestly talk not so great about him. And then also you just got Marvin Jones there. Laviska Chenault, I think has been showing out in their training camp. And this Jaguars offense, we really don't know what to expect from them. I think it could turn into a lot of decent players getting a decent amount of work but not really lead to any fantasy success, which obviously would not be ideal for DJ Chark. And then Juju Smith-Schuster, I just don't really like him this year. I think he honestly is the wide receiver three on that team. Deontay Johnson is gonna be the guy who's getting the volume. Chase Claypool is the big play guy. And then Juju Smith kind of operates behind them. He's more of a volume receiver and has some decent, you know, end zone numbers, but he's not gonna get as much work as Deontay Johnson. He's kind of lost that role. And with Big Ben aging, I just don't know how much I want to invest, you know, in this passing offense when I think they're probably gonna rely on Najee Harris a little bit more than they relied on their running backs last year. So I think I'm gonna pass on him. Will Fuller is an interesting option just because he is a very talented receiver overall, we saw last year. I mean he was a wide receiver one in points per game and a mid-tier wide receiver one. So he definitely has the talent and so you know to get him here as a wide receiver 30 something could you know pay off but the drawbacks are definitely there he is suspended for the first game of the season and we really just don't know what's going to happen with this miami offense so i just don't really know how much opportunity he's really going to have in this offense and so i did say that i was going to pick some safer wide receivers but i don't really know if any of these guys are super safe I mean, Boyd is probably gonna have a consistent amount of volume, but I just think his ceiling is not gonna be high. And then same thing with Brandon Cooks. I do like him as a later round wide receiver pick, but I don't know about this early. Curtis Samuel definitely is still risky. Judy, not a fan. So Will Fuller might be the pick here. And I don't love it because I don't really know what I'm gonna be getting from him. But, you know, I do think he has a decent ceiling, especially if Tua can, you know, take that next step. Wow. So we actually saw a bunch of runs happen. So after we picked Will Fuller, it was a couple wide receivers. And then we saw another run on quarterbacks, Rodgers, Hertz, Herbert, and Stafford back to back to back to back. So those four quarterbacks in a row. And then we saw some wide receivers come off and then another run at running back rojo david johnson damian harris javante williams and trey sermon all came off and then another run at wide receiver with samuel judy landry and ab so that leads up to our pick at the 8 10 and this is an interesting pick for us because i really think every position is wide open we still haven't seen a tight end be picked since that second tier of hawkinson andrews and pitts so dallas goddard is still on the board here in the eighth round which is not awful value for him. And then we also see that Ryan Tannehill still available at quarterback. Stafford, who was another one of my late round guys, got picked in the seventh round. And then we could also go running back or wide receiver. So for really none of those guys are standing out as top options. Actually, maybe Michael Carter at running back. But the way I'm looking at this pick is that the guy who picks after me is going to have two picks you know, before I make my next one, and he does not have a tight end. So I think if I want Dallas Goddard, I'm going to have to lock him up here. And I don't actually hate that because I think that there's a decent chance that Michael Carter is available in the ninth round. And I'm not super concerned about Tannehill being picked because there have already been 11 quarterbacks taken. And that means that a guy would have to select their backup here. And I think it's just a little early for a guy to be looking for a backup. So I think the plan here is gonna go Dallas Goddard at tight end, who's likely to be the number one tight end in Philadelphia, You know, assuming that Ertz is traded, which I think is likely. And then we hope that Michael Carter falls to us in this round. And so luckily he did, we did see two running backs come off the board with Fournette and Kenya Drake but it was not Michael Carter. And so I think I'm gonna snag him here to be my running back five. Let's just take a look at the wide receivers to make sure we're not missing out on anyone. Corey Davis, Devonte Parker, Marquise Brown, Michael Gallup. Nah, I don't really think we're missing out here. I don't really like the ceiling of many of these guys. And so I'm definitely comfortable locking up Michael Carter. Even though I don't think this Jets backfield, you know, is gonna be a super explosive backfield to own. It is just solid having a guy who has an inside track to be the running back one. So, you know, if he somehow does make it out and becomes the RB1 for them, he'll have some decent value, especially as an RB5. I don't know if I would ever take him, you know, much earlier than this, but to have him here at RB5, I feel like I'm basically locked in at the running back position with Henry Gibson. Carson, Mostert, and Carter. So I don't think I need to look there again for the rest of the draft. And look, this is why I went with him here because look at the running backs that were picked later on in the ninth round. Pollard, Moss, AJ Dillon, James Conner. Actually like James Conner. Potentially would have picked him over Michael Carter if I saw that he was still there, but we missed out on that. Whatever. Gus Edwards. I just don't think these guys have a ton of potential especially not the same potential that Michael Carter could have, you know, potentially, but I don't really wanna be drafting handcuffs unless it's like the last round or I really have a top workhorse, but you know, Derek Henry doesn't really have a stable handcuff for him, so it's not really something I'm gonna be looking for. We also saw this run of later round tight ends with Henry, Gusecki, Fant, and Higby coming off the board, and that's pretty expected, you know, somewhere around the 10th round. Actually, Higby going that late is a pretty solid pick for whoever got him there, but now we're up. And I'm hoping that Ryan Tannehill is still on the board. I think he is. And yes, this is a pretty locked in pick for me. We get to fill out our starting lineup and Tannehill I think is gonna repeat as a QB one this year. Julio coming in only elevates that offense even more. You have him, AJ Brown. Defenses have gotta worry about Derrick Henry out of the backfield. So I expect Tannehill to put up another really solid season this year. And I'm super confident getting him here in the double digit rounds. After our pick, we saw Gronk go off the board, followed by three handcuff running backs, Latavius Murray, Alexander Madison, and then Naheem Hines. So here we are up again. And now I think that this is our chance to start throwing some darts at some wide receivers. My three receivers are Justin Jefferson, Kenny Galladay, and Will Fuller. And I do feel totally confident in Jefferson, but honestly, Galladay and Will Fuller are a little bit riskier. So I would like to hit on some of these wide receivers for looking at the guys available. Mike Williams, not really interested. The man always seems to be injured. And you know, if he hasn't produced yet, I just don't really expect it from him. T.Y. Hilton is interesting this year because you have seen him perform at a high level, but he hasn't really done it since Andrew Luck has been gone. So I could look at him here. Another guy is Cole Beasley, who's just a super consistent option. And I honestly think that's where I'm gonna lean Because I feel like I know exactly what I'm going to be able to get out of him. You know, if Will Fuller and Kenny Galladay just end up totally busting, I feel like I can plug Cole Beasley in and get at least a solid floor from him. So let's go with Cole Beasley right here. And then we're going to have two more picks after this. And it'll probably be another wide receiver. And then maybe whatever other position if I see some value. So let's take a look at the draft board. And wow, so we saw a lot of running backs come off the board. A lot of those, you know, backups those back tier running backs and then some more tight ends a quarterback thrown in there with joe burrow and actually it does not look like ty hilton was picked so i actually may just go there with him I could go ty hilton darnell mooney isn't the worst option i do like rashad bateman but i've picked him in two other drafts so i think i may just diversify and go with ty hilton here which i do not think is a bad pick this late you know we kind of got lucky that he fell So let's go T.Y. Hilton here, and then we're gonna have one more bench spot after him. So we saw Zach Ertz, Elijah Moore, Trevor Lawrence, and Henry Ruggs. Actually, Zach Ertz would have been a really solid pick. We do have Goddard, but just if he went to another team, I think just in terms of tight end talent, he's gotta be up there, you know, definitely top 10 in terms of talent. And so if he lands in the right situation, he could definitely regain some fantasy relevancy. But this is our last pick. Right now, we've got one quarterback, one tight end, We have five running backs, and we also have five receivers. So we could really go anywhere with this pick. Honestly, going Robert Tanyan at tight end isn't the worst idea, because if Aaron Rodgers comes back, he's likely to slot in as a mid-tier tight end one. Quarterback, Matt Ryan. I mean, it's okay, but are we ever really going to be starting him over Tannehill? You know, maybe if it's a good matchup. But I'd rather take a shot on a guy that has a higher ceiling. Running back, nothing going on here. Sonny Michelle, Marlon Mack, Kenneth Gainwell, no thank you to those guys. Mooney, I don't hate the player. I just don't think he's going to get enough volume in Chicago. Rager, could have some value. Aguilar, avoiding. John Brown, maybe. Crowder, no. Kirk, no. Bateman, I talked about it, but I've drafted him in the other two mocks I've done, so I'm just going to pass on him here. I really think I'm going to go with Robert Tanyan. I don't love going after two tight ends But I do think this late, he does have a ton of value if Rodgers comes back and could definitely be a solid backup or even a trade asset, you know, if that happens. So in the last round, I'll definitely take him here. All right, so that is going to wrap up our draft. Here's the final roster. Don't pay attention to the grade. You know, it basically just tracks how well you followed their rankings. And so we don't really care about how they rank the players, it's just how we drafted. So Ryan Tannehill at quarterback. Derek Henry and Antonio Gibson at running back, Justin Jefferson and Kenny Galladay at wide receiver, Dallas Goddard at tight end, Chris Carson at flex, and then our bench was Raheem Mostert, Will Fuller, Michael Carter, Cole Beasley, T.Y. Hilton, and Robert Tanyan. So I think this is a really solid team. We're definitely very strong at the running back position. We have a stable quarterback, a pretty mid-tier tight end, Who I think has some high upside this year, you know, outside of those tier one and two tight ends. Then a wide receiver, I like Justin Jefferson as a wide receiver one, and then Kenny Galladay and Will Fuller definitely have some risk, but you know, have the potential to hit and be top-tier options. And then I really like our bench for depth. Raheem Mostert, great running back four, Michael Carter also to be a running back five. I just like that core overall, and then Beasley, a safe wide receiver option. T.Y. Hilton, you know, has some safety, but also, you know, if he can regain his former form, has a lot of value. And then Robert Tanyan, you know, just honestly best player available in the last round. So that is gonna wrap it up for this video. Thank you guys so much for stopping by and watching and listening. If you enjoyed the content, all I ask is that you guys leave a like and subscribe to the channel. And then also let me know how you think this mock draft went. Do you like this team? What picks would you have made? You know, that I maybe went in a different direction all of that stuff. I'd love to hear your guys' feedback, but thanks again, and I'll see you guys tomorrow.